conspiracy theories, the paranormal, UFOs, aliens, and all things strange and unusual. This is Black Lotus. Won't you let me take you on a sea cruise? <laughs> You've been on a cruise, haven't you? Yeah, I've been on a couple of them. Have you? Yeah. Where'd you go? I uh, went to the Caribbean, went to Alaska, went to Mexico. Really? Yeah. Mm. I, I've only been on two. Uh, I went on the uh, uh, the uh, Mexican Riviera on Princess uh, back in the 80s. And then most recently, about 10 years ago, I went to the Eastern Caribbean, to the Virgin Islands. And that was cool. Yeah. That was a good one. I love that. But uh, we're not going to be talking about uh, uh, pleasure cruises today. <laughs> we're going to be talking about cruises you never want to go on. Uh, we're going to be talking about ghost ships today. And uh, But first, before we get into that, I want to ta- uh, take care of some business here and let you know that... Um, we have a group over at Facebook, and it is called the Black Lotus Discussion Group, and I'm going to drop a link for that down in the description. Uh, if you're into the topics that we talk about here, and I'm assuming you are if you're here, uh, then uh, definitely check us out over there. Uh, uh, we have a lot of uh, paranormal experts and ufologists and uh, cryptid experts and that sort of thing. So uh, again, if you're uh, into this kind of stuff, I highly recommend this group. Uh, we're a great bunch of people. Uh, also, don't forget to like and subscribe to us uh, on our YouTube channel and also follow us on our Black Lotus podcast over at Anchor. Um, also, I want to give a special shout out to somebody that I just recently met, and he is a fellow podcaster. Uh, and uh, he, uh, he does a podcast uh, called Fright Night, The Fright Night Show. And his name is Johnny Black, and he talks about a lot of the same stuff we talk about on here at uh, Black Lotus. And uh, it's really a cool podcast, uh, very entertaining, uh, and he researches the hell out of his stuff. And so, you know, um, you can uh, go into to this knowing that he knows what he's talking about, you know. So anyway, definitely check out uh, Johnny Black over at the Fright Night Show, and he is on Anchor, and I'm going to drop a link for that uh, in the description as well. And uh, you can also find him at uh, Spotify and um, uh, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, any number of them, you know. So, uh, but anyway, definitely check him out. He's pretty good. Uh, but anyway, let's get into this today. And I think what I want to do is I want to start this out by talking about the granddaddy of them all. Well, everybody's heard of, right? Right. You know, and I think the reason everybody's heard about it is probably because of the Pirates of the Caribbean. But it's it's very not like that. Because like in the Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, the Flying Dutchman is a ship that just can't make port, you know. And what the Flying Dutchman actually is, it's, it's you know, centuries-old legend. And... Uh, so I, I guess I guess it goes back to the 18th century, uh, and sailors sailors would report um, seeing a ghost ship that foretold doom. And keep that in mind, and um, so and it's you know it's been going on for the next you know for the next 250 years. People have been reporting this thing, and it's always that it's always because it's fore- foretelling doom. And I guess the first written accounts of the Flying Dutchman date back to the, like the late 1700s, and uh, and the stories uh, began uh, circulating near uh, the uh, Cape of Good Hope, and ships used this route um, 
to go from Europe to Asia. And uh, so the captain of the ship, uh, Captain Hendrik van der Decken, and AKA the the Dutchman, you know. He uh, apparently departed Amsterdam for the last, uh, or for the uh, East Indies and uh, loaded his ship with spices and silk and dyes and he was uh, going to sell them to the Netherlands. And uh, after making some repairs when he got there to his ship, um, he was about to return to Amsterdam uh, in 1641. And when his ship rounded the Cape of Good Hope, a storm suddenly popped up and descended upon the crew. And uh, the crew begged him uh, to reverse course, and he refused to do it. And um, so they got into this storm, and it ended up sinking. And they think that he was either mad or possibly drunk, and that's why he didn't reverse course. But anyway, the ship did sink. And um, so the sightings, though, of this ship have a possible scientific uh, explanation. And it's called Fata Morgana. And what this is, it's a phenomenon um, that when the light reflects and bends over the ocean because of atmospheric conditions, it creates an image um, that people have it reported to see. So again, going back to that whole thing about uh, how it foretells doom, that could possibly be why, because it means that there's a, a, a huge storm. storm coming up. So kind of like a mirage in the desert? Very much so. So, you know, like when you look out over asphalt on a hot day and it's shimmering, that kind right. of thing, it's, it's that, but over the water, it's a larger image, you know, a larger mirage. Right. And uh, But yeah, they say that the uh, surface of the ocean is a perfect medium for this to happen. But so that could be the reason uh, for the Flying Dutchman, you know. But um, another incident that happened not too long ago, like that, uh, was uh, took place in 2016 uh, uh, on Lake Superior. And this guy and his friend, uh, his name was um, Jason uh, Aslin, and he they were out there and they were just videotaping the fall foliage. And because it's very beautiful up there uh, during the fall, kind of like it is in Maine, right. you know, um, just gorgeous. So, but anyway, they were up by Lake Superior on the North Shore, and uh, they noticed a rainbow over uh, over the lake. And so he went to go film that. And when he filmed it, he filmed this large, kind of dark gray image, you know. Um, because of copyright law, I can't uh, uh, show you the the video, I, but I will drop a link for it right there, and so you can see it here on YouTube. Um, but uh, I do have a photo of it that I can show you. And uh, But, yeah, if you yeah. notice, it's just this weird, large image. It, it almost looks like a, 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 like a cargo ship. Right. You know? It does. It has, it does have that sh- ship shape to it. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what it is, but I have a feeling it... I mean, you can... If you watch the video, you'll notice how choppy the waters are. And Lake Superior tends to be a little choppy, but especially when a storm is about to come through. And storms are rampant in Lake Superior during the fall, you know. Um, and so... And that's when this was filmed. And um, so I wonder if it is one of those mirages... Kind of like the Flying Dutchman, where in that 
they uh, 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 just appear uh, because there's about to be a big storm coming here. Hmm. At least that's a kind of a scientific explanation that makes sense for a change. It does. It does. It's not yeah. a weather balloon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the Flying Dutchman. I've, I've I've heard other explanations, even even like uh, alien abductions. You know, from way back when. Right. And I, I, you know, I although I believe in alien abductions because they found the the rope because what 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 they say happened here was that. It was carrying, um, uh, what was it, like 1,700. Uh, oh, no, no, that wasn't Flying Dutchman. Never mind. <laughs> I'll get on to it. I'll get it. You're on to another ship already. That's a Mary Celeste. I'll, uh, I'll uh, talk about that in a minute. But uh, what do you got? Well, I want to start with talking about a uh, Jaita, which is a ship that left uh, Samaz, Samaz Apia Harbor on October 3rd, 1955. And... Uh, Anyhow, about five weeks after it left, it was reported overdue and never showed up to its thing. Well, there were all 25 passengers were missing when they finally found it. It was spotted off course, partially submerged, missing four tons of cargo. Really? And uh, including all the medical supplies, timber, food, empty oil drums, and all 25 passengers, all gone. You think it could have been pirates? They thought possibly pirates, but it seems like they uh, were having some difficulty. The uh, ship's radio was broken, but it was set to be attempting to put out a distress signal. Um, And all the lifeboats were missing, along with the captain's log, as well as uh, some navigational equipment and stuff. But uh, And oh, and the firearms that they kept on there. But they found some blood-stained bandages. So something happened. So that's what they... Pirates could be a possibility. Yeah, and you said that the uh, even the weapons were gone. Even the weapons yeah, were gone. I, Everything I'm, was I'm gone. I'm betting that that's the work of pirates. You know, I mean, you know, I told you I took a cruise down to the Eastern Caribbean. Right. And uh, I used that as a sorry excuse <laughs> to do some research into a, a novel I was writing about pirates. And I found a lot of fascinating history there, you know, I mean, and, but that's what they would do in the golden age of piracy. You know, right. uh, you know, a lot of times they would set the crew free, but you know, a lot of times it was, uh, you know, no quarter. Well, since there was no lifeboats, they could have left them, let them go free on the lifeboats and they just didn't survive. Yeah. It could very well could have been. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, interesting. you're out in the middle of the sea. It's not a very good chance you're going to make it to shore again. Yeah. 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 So. Wow. And you were talking about the Mary Celeste. Yeah, that's another one that's pretty famous uh, out there. And uh, what the Mary Celeste was, it was a merchant brigantine, um, and it was launched under British reg- uh, registration uh, under uh, in 1861 as uh, the Amazon. And then seven years later, it was transferred over to um, American ownership and uh, was rechristened as the Mary Celeste. And uh, I guess... The ship continued to sail uh, uneventfully um, until until a voyage in uh, 1872 from New York to uh, Gene- uh, Genoa. And so towards the end of uh, uh, October in 1872, uh, they loaded the ship with a cargo of 1,701 barrels of poisonous denatured alcohol. Um so keep that in mind. I mean, I think that's an important point here. And so um, on the 7th of November, uh, the Mary Celeste uh, finally left uh, New- the New York Harbor and sailed into the Atlantic. 
And on the 4th of December, uh, a British brigantine uh, uh, that was christened uh, De Gracia uh, discovered the Mary Celeste uh, sailing aimlessly in the middle of the Atlantic. And they couldn't figure out why. Um, Now, a little more background on this. Uh, Let me get this in order here because I know I'll screw something up. (laughs) (laughs) So to give you a little background here, um, the ship's captain uh, was Benjamin Briggs, and uh, he was said to be uh, a a staunch abstainer from alcohol. You know, I mean, so what happened certainly wasn't due to anything like that, which which could possibly be... Um, attributed to a lot of these abandoned and, and right. aban- uh, abandoned ships, um, he uh, was described as a brave officer who would not abandon his ship unless to save his life. And his his first mate, his first mate, uh, Albert Richardson, was just like him. He was handpicked by the captain, you know. And so there was none of that kind of, you know weird stuff going right. on where they were drunk and you know whatever and uh even benjamin briggs the captain he even had uh uh his wife and his young daughter with him and um and then there were six other crewmates on there um and so when they found this thing uh they noted that there were still their smoking pipes were still on board and that they had burned out Mm. Yeah, so... So they left in a hurry. They left in a big hurry, and uh, they don't know why. Um, apparently, something startled him enough to make everybody abandon the ship in the one single lifeboat that they had. And what they did is they um, they hooked the lifeboat up to the ship in tow uh, via uh, you know, this large rope. I can't remember what the rope is called, but it's a large rope. And um, so they were to- towing along, and they think that they just abandoned it to see what would happen to the Mary Celeste. And during that time, uh, it's thought that possibly they hit some rough rot waters, got into a storm, and the uh, 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 the tether was torn. Because when they found the Mary Celeste, they saw this rope hanging off the okay. aft end of it, and um, and it looked like it had been torn in half. And so possibly, you know, the whole crew in this one single lifeboat, you know, I mean, they, they may have sank uh, d- uh, during the, or sunk during the, um, uh, during this storm. Um, but here's a possible explanation as to why they suddenly abandoned the ship. And that is because they were, uh, 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 like I said, they, they had loaded it with uh, 1,700 barrels of uh, denatured alcohol. And denatured alcohol uh, exposure, the vapors from that, uh, causes dizziness, headache, watering of the eyes, irritation of respiratory tracts, uh, uh, the irritation of the eyes, drowsiness, uh, nausea, and other centri- sen- <clears throat> nervous systems. <clears throat> so it makes me wonder if it also causes uh, uh, delusions, you know? And I wonder if uh, uh, he he possibly saw something. If 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 one of the barrels had been cracked open and the vapors had come out, um, drove you know, mad. Drove him mad, maybe. Yeah. So, but like I was saying earlier, the, another explanation for that is that you know there's an explanation out there that they, they uh, uh, were abducted by aliens and i don't know if i buy that you know i mean like i said is as much as i believe in alien abductions i myself am an an alien abductee i don't buy that 
really. I mean, I suppose it's possible. It's possible, but they're going to come in and take a whole ship, ship, uh, cruise ship's worth of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know. <laughs> but um, but anyway, I, I think that that's the most plausible explanation. It was because of the uh, denatured alcohol vapor fumes. Driving them, just making them see things or driving mm-hmm. them crazy. Yeah. It's yeah. a possibility. Yeah. You yeah. don't know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, what else you got? Well, we got one of them called... Uh, now, I'm going to mess it up now, the Kaluge. And uh, it's from the Ch- Chile Islands. Now, this is a, what this is is a demon ship with luminescent white sides and the blood red sails. Now, what's different about this ghost ship is not only do you see it skimming across the top of the water, it's also been known to be seen diving in like a submarine would. Oh, kind of like the Flying Dutchman in the Pirates of the Caribbean. Right, okay. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually a true life, well... True life tale. How's yeah. that? <laughs> the herbers say when you see it passing, you could actually hear the crackling of the demon crew who hop around on one leg and that their faces spin backwards. Now, I don't know what your face is spinning backwards means, but that doesn't sound very pleasant. God. <laughs> but it's been seen going, you know, of course, impossible speeds going in and out of the water and stuff. And it's piloted by the uh, souls of the drowned. And supposedly those who see it will always uh, wear a crooked smile after they see it. Oh, really? Really? So I thought that was an interesting little tale. Uh, those, are, those, are, those are the legends I really dig about ghost ships. You know, not, I mean, I, I like the, the tales of the, uh, uh, you know, the abandoned ships that have been found. But I, the ones like the Flying Dutchman and this one, right. you know, where, you know, I just think that that's really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> There's also one that I want to talk about, and it's uh, Baron... Uh, Falkenberg. Now he was a ship. Excuse me, ship captain. He was uh, from the German North Sea, and he was there at home. And his long lost brother actually returns home, and his brother's rich now. Okay. And he plans on marrying a little a little lady from the village. And Baron's upset because, of course, that's the one that he wants to marry. Oh, okay. So the wedding at the brothering at the brother's wedding. The brother did something to upset the Baron, so he picked up a bottle of champagne and bashed his brother over the head with it, killing him. Nice. And, of course, the bride's screaming and everything else, but he tries to console her and tells her he did it because he loves her. Hmm. Now, I don't know if that's a good way to show your love, <laughs> to kill your groom. You know, a dozen roses probably do the trick. Right, a little, maybe a little better. Um, anyhow, she said she'd rather die than... And be with him, of course, you know. Yeah. So he took that as an omen and ch- took a knife and stabbed her in the heart with it. Oh, nice. So he killed them and he, he, he ran off to the beach. Now, when he was at the beach, he came across a boat and the uh, person in the boat said, Captain's been waiting for you. So he gets on the boat and sails off and is never seen again. Really? Yeah, except, of course, you see the boat and the, his, his vessel uh, as a ghost ship now. Okay. 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 And they say there's no helmsman, and that the masthead flickers with a blue flame, illuminating the sight of the Baron on the deck playing dice against the devil for control of his soul. Oh, really? <laughs> like that would be a sight to see. When we were researching this, I, I came across another one that I, I didn't take notes on it, but it, it was a. Uh, uh, Another one where the sails are engulfed in flames. And I can't remember the name of it, but apparently it, it has been seen up in like Lake Superior, that area. You know, so, yeah. There was another boat. We were talking about boats that uh, just basically show up with nobody on them. Okay. That type of ghost ship. Well, there was one spotted off of uh, the Australian 
uh, Queensland in Australia in 2006. When they boarded the ship, uh, the uh, customs and officials, there was no evidence of human act, recent human activity at all, but the ship had been stripped. And I mean stripped. I mean even the identifying marks on the ship had been painted over. Oh, really? So you, no one could even tell what ship. They had to do some research to figure out what ship it actually was. The only thing they found on the ship was a large amount of rice, hmm. which I found that was quite strange. You know, I think I think stories like that, a lot of them can be attributed to piracy. I really can't. I really think so. And the reason being is, now why they didn't take the rice, who knows, but you said that nothing else was found on board, you know. and um, But, you know, usually... <clears throat> with these abandoned ships, they find they they, they commonly find mm-hmm. abandoned ships, but they usually find the crew, right? You know, so they said, you know, we had to abandon the ship for one reason or another. So it's out there, and eventually it is found. But right, but but situations like this, I mean, I think it's really due to piracy. I didn't think it was that common to find a, a ship just. Floating. floating on the yeah. water somewhere out, you know. But I found, you know, like we said, when doing research to this, that there's actually a common thing. Mm-hmm. And it's actually a problem they have with cruise ships and stuff like that running into un- unknown ships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but and, th- and it's reported. Right. You know, so. Yeah, well, this one, after they reported it, they actually ended up sinking this one on purpose to mm-hmm. get it out from floating from the water all right. over the place. Yeah, because it'd be dangerous. You know? Right, yeah, exactly. Definitely. Like I said, you know, cruise ships and other type of, even small ships running into well, the military. Ships. Ships, yeah, definitely, yeah. But um, I didn't realize it was that common, though. Yep. So you were telling me you had another one that was interesting. The lady, uh, Lady Levenbon. Yeah, I, I I thought you looked into that. Oh no, I'm sorry. I thought you oh, did. No. So, uh, but anyway. So yeah, definitely, folks. What do you think? Uh, have you ever had an encounter with a ghost ship? Have you ever seen something like this? Let us know, please. I'd be really interested to. Find out if you've ever seen it. Yeah, I'd love to see, to see an eyewitness and see what yeah. they saw. And I guess in Lake Superior, there's a lot of hot activity about this, you know, because it was once used by Canada as well as the U.S. as a, a, a shipping route uh, to lead. And this is back in like uh, World War II. And it was a shipping route to lead out toward the Atlantic or go into the Pacific. Right. Uh, rather than having to go all the way around, you know, uh, South America, it would just go through there. And it would be a long process because they'd have to go through these rivers, you know. Um, but, yeah. Uh, uh, so, as a result, uh, Lake Superior and uh, well, not just Lake Superior, but the uh, uh, the Great Lakes in general have um, uh, ships that have sunk there, you know. And there are these great shipping uh, great uh, military ships so um so yeah if, if if you live up around the great lakes area have you ever seen anything like that i'd really be interested to know uh so uh, drop a comment in the bottom and again uh don't forget to check out uh johnny black's fright night podcast over at anchor and spotify and uh don't forget to like and subscribe to us we we would really appreciate it and don't forget to follow our podcast as well But until next time, folks, keep thinking and question everything.